Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader. I am sitting here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. How are you doing, Mark? I am doing fantastic, actually. Life is good. Um, yes. God has restored a lot of joy into my heart and my soul. And um, that is such a welcomed feeling. Um, I could definitely dive into that a lot more, but how are you doing? I am good. Yes. Um, Joel is visiting and we just went to the beach. Now, when you think beach, it's not like, you know, you're used to like California beach or like mm -hmm. we just went to Florida beach. It's cold. It was so cold, <laughs> like ice cold. So we were like out for a little bit and then I'd be like, okay, I'm freezing. Get in the car. Oh, and you can drive your car on the beach. So fun. Oh, nice. And I let Hayden drive on the beach and they were gone like 20 minutes, all the kids. And I was like, what did I let him do? And they're like, you know, what do they call cookie donuts? Donuts. Yeah. Cookies. <laughs> I don't know. One of those. Oh, words. that's awesome. He went, yeah. Not cookies. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's like one of those sweet foods. Right. It's a guy thing, I guess. Okay, I don't know about that. I oh, I did do one. I did do one. Yes, and it was like so scary. I didn't nice. love it. So I let him do that. Um, what else? Let's see. We fed deer. There were like deer everywhere. We didn't know this. So my kids are all like feeding them veggie straws because that's what we uh. had with us. And then a lady pulls up and is like, "It's a five hundred dollar fine if someone catches you." We're like, "Oh no." wow so, yeah crazy didn't know that we looked it up it's apparently a rule in the whole u.s so if anybody out there sees a deer don't feed them okay oh i did not know that i know mm -hmm. learned something new so we had a great time um at the beach and then crazy okay it's april 11th we had a 75 degree day the other day today we woke up to snow which was crazy six inches and the kids had another day off instead of going back to school so it's been oh. really fun um Okay. Something I don't think I've told you about this kind of scary happened. So I've been having like chest pains and I got like really freaked out. Like, uh, for the last couple of weeks, just a little bit, I went to the doctor and got an EKG. I had, um, a chest x-ray done, but the good news is it's not a heart issue. Like it, like what it did was it brought up all this grief and all of this, like anxiety we've talked about. Like I never had anxiety until after Luke passed away you know how it brings up the anxiety. Like what if something happens to me? Mm -hmm. I was like super freaked out, but my EKG came back totally normal chest x-ray, totally normal. So they think it's just something, um, the chest lining chest, chest wall lining is like a sore muscle. So it's kind of like on my ribs. It's not exactly hard. Well, have you, do you go to the chiropractor ever? No. Okay. So I've actually had that. And I actually am currently oh. working on having that. I have, I get, um, my my chest like really hurts yes. my ribs hurt You're, yes I have right my there. ribs are out like they say I have a rib out of place but when this oh. chiropractor explained it to me he said your torso is like twisted oh so it weird. forces your like rib cage to like put and it just kind of throws it it causes inflammation um I'm sure I'm explaining this wrong if there's any doctors listening <laughs> you know don't make fun of me but um that's the basic gist of it and and every time I get adjusted there's one particular adjustment he does where he crosses my arms yeah. and he gets his hand under my back and then just kind of presses down. Oh. And I, it's like, I feel like I can breathe for like the first wow. time. Yeah. Um, and so that might be what it is. If that's, you go to chiropractors can really work magic. Um, it's, ah. it's a little scary if you've never been to one. Yeah. I have, um, a, have a go, but it's not a usual thing, but that's in, it's called like chondrocytitis. I don't know. It has a name where he just explained it. Cause when the doctor is like, does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? So he's like the fact that I it hurt, it hurts. Like it's not your heart. And it's like down below mm -hmm. in my ribs, mm -hmm. but just like, it was so scary when I, I literally like was like, okay, God, like maybe I have an heart issue. Like I gotta be okay with this. And it was more like just trusting God through this process of mm -hmm. like, what if I have a heart issue? What, what's going to happen? And like this it brought up all kinds of, yeah. Like, what if there's something wrong with me? And I've still been going through it. Like, okay, what if that's not really what it is? What if it's like a tumor? I'm like, okay, we did an x-ray. I have to go back to the facts. Like right. my heart is good. It's really good. And like, I, and the fact that I was like, I can, I run all the time. It doesn't affect it, you know? So that was weird. Like walking through that and I'm still, you know, feeling the pain and like, am I really okay? So that was interesting. Like definitely. Well, and it's different now too, because like, we're all our kids have left. Right. Exactly. And so I've thought of that so many times where like, when I feel like, and actually when I was having those pains, I was just talking about, I started thinking the same thing that maybe I'm like, you know, 
gonna have a heart attack or something and it's like I don't know it's just interesting that when Lacey was alive I just had this very much very much a different feeling about dying and exactly um, that I was like well they'll still have her you know what I mean it like it wasn't but now it's kind of like this oh my gosh like who would raise my kids you know yeah um, so yeah, it's, I think it's pretty natural. I think a lot of people out there would understand um, yeah, exactly so your fears. Something, but I'm, I'm feeling much better about it and try to just stay in a place of peace. Like when I start thinking that and just like, it, it's going to be okay. And then just remembering, even if there was something seriously wrong, like God's got me, he's got my mm-hmm. kids, like just, even if it was worst case scenario, you know, and just, um, you know, just thinking yeah, about your um, salvation is secure. Exactly. And it kind of brings me back to our guest, um, Kate, Kate, was it Kate, who had Ladek. Yes. Who had uh, cancer while yes. her husband had cancer and just yes. like how she went through all of that. And just like, wow, that would be so I scary. Know. I think about her all the time. I, I think about that situation it's all the time. A hard thing. And anyways, enough about me. So tell me like, what's going on with you? Uh, so yeah, just, um, I can't really perfectly explain it, but I just have so much joy in my soul right now. So glad. Um, it is, uh, I mean, there's many reasons for that, but um, it's just such a beautiful feeling. And I've, I've learned again recently to um, trust God with my future. Um, it's, it's so tempting sometimes to uh, try to jump in and help him. oh yeah um you know what I mean like like and and rather than just trust that he has your best interests in mind and I've just had some things shown to me lately um where like I know I can trust him with my future yeah um so that's been a beautiful joy restored to my soul um I I we tried out this new little church um, you know, we were going to Calvary Knoxville yeah, a big one, and, uh, yeah. And it was, you know, it is a great church. Um, but it's huge and, yeah. you know, we're just moved. I want to connect with people, you know? And so we went to this, um, little tiny church comparatively and you've seen Forrest Gump, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, when he's like singing in the choir, mm, I think um, so. I don't know if you could like, so anyways, <laughs> I just totally pictured that that's how this church was. It just <laughs> felt like some like down South nice. church. And I just absolutely loved it. It was so, so I went with my cousins and it was super obvious that we were the new people. Yeah. Everybody already probably knows everybody. Yeah. Um, so we had so many people come up and introduce themselves and were very friendly. Awesome. And uh, I just got a really good feeling. Um, I had a really good, they had a really good message on, um, uh, you know, not just, talking the talk, basically not just talking the talk, but walking the walk, like making sure that you're, you're serving people and you're actually like going out and loving on people and, and, uh, you know, using your gifts to benefit others. And I just loved it. It was a really good message. Um, and then they invited us after to, uh, stay for the, just happened to be the day of the newcomers lunch. Nice. Um, it was, uh, sitting on a plot of land where there's a cemetery so that was kind of an interesting, you know, talking to my kids about that afterwards was kind Wait, of like it's an old church that has a cemetery behind it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like on the same land. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it you belongs to the church, but churches like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not something I would have wanted anybody else to hear, but just to me and everything my kids and I have been through, it was just funny, but Luke's like, Whoa, look at all the dead people. <laughs> like, I'm like, Sounds yeah. Like I'm like looking around. I'm like, don't say it like that. <laughs> you know? He's like, it's, it's just, so there's cute. like a lot of dead people here. I'm like, yeah, you know, they're all in heaven, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, they're too young to explain it any other way, you know? Yeah. Um, but so anyways, yeah, it's just been, um, my life has just felt very full lately and it's, um, good. just a really tremendous, tremendous feeling. So, um, awesome. I'm going to segue a little bit into today's topic, which is dating a widow. So we have a very special guest with us today. Yes, I know do. you all have heard about him. <laughs> the infamous, the one, the only Joel is with us. How you doing, Joel? Hey, welcome. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being here. It's super cool. We've been uh, looking forward to doing this for a while. Um, so Michelle and Joel are actually sitting next to each other. So 
just know that you know Joel can't be totally honest right yes, now. He, can. <laughs> he might catch an elbow to the ribs or something if he says something wrong. I'm just teasing. Um, so I guess we'll we'll start off um, with Joel. If you could, uh, you know, just kind of tell us a little bit from your perspective what it's like dating a widow. I know that's pretty vague and broad, yeah. but just you know, if you could touch on it at all, and just in ways that it's been you know, hard, because I'll, I'll just say real quick, and then I'll give it to you that um, I have heard a lot about your ability to stand next to Michelle and her grief. Mm-hmm. And I just want to commend you on that, that like, you're, I don't know you, but from what I do know, you're a really great man. And I just think it's awesome that you a lot of the way you've, um, she's told me a lot about how you handled her grief. And I just think it's super cool that you have the ability to do that. Because I know a lot of us, um, you know, a lot of people listening and myself included have been afraid of dating somebody who wasn't a widow um, because they wouldn't understand or wouldn't um, have the right empathy that we need. Yeah, totally. So that's my preface to kind of, you know, ask you about how it's been for you. Yeah. Well, it has been a, a pleasure to uh, mm. Michelle because, you know, the, 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 the person uh, who you're dating, that's you know that that needs to match with with who you are and and you guys have to have a good chemistry be, between each other and so i have that with michelle and i really uh, enjoy her very much but uh, as far as her background with you know being a widow that does bring some different um challenges that you have to be aware of as you kind of walk into a relationship with with uh, with any widow i would assume you, know, yeah. you have to kind of be sensitive to the story that she comes from or that a widow comes from and know that that story isn't over it's a continuation and you're just like like michelle says a lot you're just chapter two and so mm-hmm. so there has to be a, a good um, you have to be aware of that and be comfortable with that as you start that relationship That'd be my best uh, and, and biggest advice to folks that, you know, uh, don't have that background and are getting into a relationship with the widow. I like that. That's really cool. And um, you are a believer, right? Yes. I don't want to make any assumptions. Okay. And so are there um, ways that your, your faith has also helped you? Um, I, I don't want to say deal with this. Sorry, Michelle, but just for deal lack with of a better- me. <laughs> like, how do you deal with this chick? <laughs> yeah. No, I think, you know, being able, having a, having the same faith background as Michelle is really important. You know, in, I would say in general, dating somebody that has the same background as you is critical because um, right there, there's so much that hangs in that um balance as far as beliefs and what you guys are aspiring to what your true purpose is in life and so different things like that so um so there's that aspect but then the aspect of truly being able to trust in god as you sometimes don't understand what your mm. you know the 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 widow in your life is going through sometimes mm. that's really challenging and so you you can just say you know lord she is your daughter first before she's the girl that I'm dating so I can trust her to to him and ask for help as I um, give her space to grieve or you know notice when things all of a sudden change a little bit and realize that maybe she got triggered somehow uh, with some grief and so there has to be a lot of just um understanding and good communication and, mm-hmm. and patience and um and but there's also a lot of joy too so I love that that's a great answer and uh I'll just preface this right now and just say sorry ladies he's taken because <laughs> I, I know, there's, taken. A, that I know there's a lot of women that are like oh my gosh you have a brother um and that that's he's super got cool a few but they're married so <laughs> it's just such a humble and beautiful perspective um and it's very selfless. And I, I like that. It's, it's really cool. And it's because um, it's, you know, it's, it's obviously got its challenges, 
um, of course. And so coming into it with like a humble heart like that is just, it's just gotta be key. And I totally get what you're saying. I mean, um, with the background, as far as that goes, because that's, I mean, I know we all, you know, I'm not assuming everybody's a believer, but we know the vast amount of our audience are believers. Um, so most of you will be able to relate that when you meet another Christian, there is just an automatic bond. There's an automatic connection um, that is just already existent. And so, you know, you can build upon that. Um, that's a great thing. And so, uh, Michelle, mm. we know we've talked a little bit um, in our previous dating episode, but that was several months ago now. Yeah. So what have you learned? And like, you know, what things do you think that you're doing well or not doing well? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess, what would you say would be somebody's advice now that you have so much more experience in dating? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do I start? Loaded question. <laughs> I was just waiting for that one in the chamber. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is communication. Absolutely. And for both of us, like it does happen once in a while, like when all of a sudden something uh, triggers, I guess that's the word triggers me to go into a grief moment. I usually don't have like, they're not long but he's very sensitive and especially if we're together, he can see a lot more than long distance, but to be like, Hey, like, are you having a grief moment? Like what's going on? And, um, to be open, you know, to the person that you're dating to say, yeah, here's what's going on, you know, and also to be able to be comfortable, just random things. Like we were at the grocery store today and I was able to say, Hey, this is totally random. But I just want to share it. Like Luke always had to use a gr- grocery cart to help him walk. I mean, just random things like to be open that the person that you're dating is totally cool with you hearing anything at any time and not mm. being jealous. Like that's, that's cool. That's, you know, one of the big things. Um, but it's, it's challenging when one of you is widowed and one of you is not, I heard that from other people too. Um, just because, you know, we were talking about today about how everything with like my past marriage is so final, like it's death, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we still have the emotions and everything, but you know, there's all kinds of like legal stuff you have to figure out, you know, all of that when you're divorced, you know, divorcing somebody. So it's just, you know, like emotions there and just all the stuff that how different that is. And, you know, just trying to navigate that. And I mean, I don't know, but as far as like advice to other widows dating somebody is just to be open. Like don't hide your feelings. (laughs) Like don't stuff them down. You'll know right away if the person you're dating can handle you talking about them. I mean, that was Mm, like mm. before we were dating, we were just talking and, you know, talk to him about like, how would you feel about that? Like, cause I'm always going to talk about Luke. I'm going to have pictures of him, you know? And Joel actually was able to go with me to the cemetery last time he was here, which was awesome. And that's really cool. Yeah. And be part of that. And I wanted to bring him into that special place to be part of that. Um, and just being completely like open about how you're feeling. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Don't stuff your grief down, just like we talk about all the time. And, but when you're dating someone also don't stuff it down. And like, I'm really missing Luke right now. Like I've told him that before, but that Mm. doesn't mean I don't love you. Like, you know, that whole thing we've talked about a million times, how you can love more than one person at a time, just like you love, you know, you have a kid, you think you can't love one more, you love them, you know, just the same. It's like how your heart expands. And we talk about like, it's a different love. Like for both of us, we've had past marriages. This is a different love and um, it's unique and special and it's its own love, you know? And so, yeah, that makes sense. Um, And so are there still, moments for you where you still experience any um guilt or you know like does nothing against you joel this isn't directed towards you but like does anything with joel directly cause you grief does that make sense um yeah so i'll go back to i've never felt guilt i guess um before joel like when i was just back in the dating world right in the beginning i kind of did i went through that a little bit I've never really had, I never have had guilt with Joel, but if we're having some issues that we're trying to work through that are difficult, which definitely happens when there's a past and, you know, he's been married, like just, just life, um, Mm -hmm. working through issues. Sometimes it's, it's really hard 
I will have a grief moment because if I was married to Luke, I wouldn't be going through this. If that makes sense. Mm, like, but yeah, he understands. I've told him about it. Like, yeah, yeah. There's just yeah. sometimes. Right. And this is part of, you know, the fallen world that, you know, we have to deal with some things that are, would not be our first choice. Sure. Every, you know, Michelle would have never wanted her husband to pass away. I would have never wanted my marriage to end. Mm -hmm. you know, I did everything I could to try to fix that. And so it's just part of the fallen world that, so now when we come in with, into a new relationship with these different backgrounds and baggage and having lived, you know, uh, I was married for about 21 years or so. And almost 17. 17. So we had this whole back life or previous life, you know, with, with different partners. And so when we start coming together, and so now we're bringing all that in and trying to work through this. And there are def definitely, um, you know, areas and situations and even conversations that are a little bit hard to deal with. And so it's, it's a process. I think you have to go slowly and with a lot of patience, with a lot of understanding and uh, be empathetic, you know, for Michelle, because of my background and vice versa, you know, and be very patient with each other. I think that's really the key to being able to make um, something work, you know, at this point in our lives, because it's, it's definitely, it takes a lot more work, yeah. you know, a lot more um, emotional intelligence and, and just emotional work to, to deal with the emotions that come through um, as you are starting this wonderful new life together. Right. Yeah. It's not like you guys are starting, um, you know, like our first relationships. It's like mm -hmm. we were starting life together. Yes. Right. Now you have a whole life and yes. it's almost like you're starting anew again. Um, and I, I really like what you said that, um, that, you know, neither, none of us chose this. Right. And so I'd say something I'm gathering from this um, is that, obviously you have to really be particular about finding somebody that's compatible with you. Mm -hmm. um, but that it, you know, just like any relationship, it takes both people being willing to adapt to the other one and what they've been through is really interesting. This is kind of <laughs> cool to just sit back and have you guys, you know, explain it. Cause it's, it's so neat to, it's like, I almost wish that there were like a panel of like five widows. Cause I know there's so many, questions out there that people are hoping that I'll ask. Um, yeah, maybe so I'm trying y'all. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, I said y'all. Y'all. Oh, quick sidebar. Totally unrelated to that. People don't call them shopping carts here. Oh yeah. Buggies. That's what yeah. you said last time. Oh, That's did I? Okay. Yes, you said shopping cart a few minutes ago. And I was oh, like, I did. waiting okay. to say that. So something else I want to mention that Joel has said many times about like joining two families, it's like mm. we have we come from different cultures. Our family cultures are different. Our home, our cultures in our house. Yes, mm. yeah. And so he's noticing that more being here and being around my kids, and just like feeling kind of like he's in a foreign country. Like you guys have your own sure. jokes, your own food, your own what you know, all this stuff. Mm. And so trying to figure out how to bring the cultures together. And how is it with like? I mean, obviously you guys would have two different parenting styles, even as similar as they might be. Um, and so you both have children that are pretty much raised. Mm -hmm. um, so do you find any conflicts there in like the way that you would, maybe the way Joel, you would um, act in a certain situation towards your kids versus Michelle or Michelle, you know, kind of the same thing. Is there any like parenting things that you see that you kind of disagree with each other on? Well, I think any blending any family is always going to, I think that's going to be universal. Mm. The challenges of blending families. Um, and that is a journey that we're starting to, you know, undertake. Yeah. Getting some help from the outside, you know, from, with some counseling and some, there's some, a lot of good books out there that we're, we are going to start uh, reading. Um, and so I think that's more of a, yeah, universal. Anytime you blend families, you're going to run into those. They have to be super careful and super thoughtful, good, very, you know, in a very consistent manner that will um, honor each other and not be this, you know, come in and just change each other's. Right. Family. 
because nobody's going to like that. Right. Will not like yeah. That. And so you got to have a lot of patience. But uh, I think the the back going back to you know the, our backgrounds of me being divorced and Michelle being widowed. Um, I think there's a lot. There's some. I think maybe some people don't realize that there's there's grief on my side as well. Sure. Mm -hmm. I lost a family. I lost a relationship. There was so anytime there's death, even to a relationship, mm -hmm. it's it's hard. And so you know, even being around Michelle's kids, uh, which they're great, uh, but sometimes it brings grief because mm -hmm. man, my kids aren't with me, or you know, I have that makes sense situations with my girls or or my boys in here, and so. Um, so it's 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 challenging for both sides. It's wonderful and challenging at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I think it's something mm -hmm. that you just have to slowly talk through, work through, be mindful of, and just like Michelle said, um, just. And th this is probably an area that I struggle with: is be upfront about how you're feeling, uh, mm -hmm. and not hide those feelings. Because mm -hmm. if you hide anything. Then it's just going to get worse later. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And it's not, I wouldn't even necessarily categorize it, at least for myself. You know, I'm not speaking for you, but like, like hiding makes it sound like you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times it's more of like a, a personality type thing. Like mm -hmm. either you don't want to burden somebody with it, or you think you might just be able to get past it on your own. Um, you know, and so I would, I would be curious to know if it's like you just, need to learn um to be better at communicating with her or something like that because like saying that you're hiding it makes it sound like you're doing something wrong and yeah. I think it's more of like a personality yeah. trait because I I can relate to that mm -hmm. um where like in your shoes it's just kind of like I'll figure this out I don't want to put this on her she's right. already got enough or whatever you know um so anyways I mean I'm not speaking for you but I'm just yeah. just trying to you know think how I would phrase it I guess yeah no that's that is a better way to phrase it yeah and going back to the question about parenting styles well he's always said he's not you know at least at this point not going to be a parent like he's trying to step in kind of more like a friend mm. because they you know they're almost all grown up and um being more like a mentor role kind of what mm -hmm. we're looking at it instead of like he's whenever he's here he's like you know you're in charge you make all the decisions you know you're there right. and i don't think it would go I over like well yeah and, and that's then, actually what i've um said recently too that that's how my approach would be is right that, you know you don't just step in and be like daddy's yeah. home you know right. like <laughs> yeah. you know uh, obviously because yeah. there's a it's, lot of sensitivity around that yeah you know? so just doing that and um our counselor last time we met talked about, um, being, she called it step in parents, um, instead of step parents, you know, mm -hmm. as we transition, you know, we're not quite there yet, but eventually, um, and what that's like, and that's like, you're, you're stepping in, but you're not like step, I don't know. It just overstepping like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we're not to that place where we would, and we probably never we're will be. We're not, the, I'm not trying to take the place. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, and I think um, that's really good. And just respecting where our kids are, um, you know, cause, uh, they're both, I mean, they're both, they're all, um, in some sort of grief in one way or another. And that like, kind of just seeing where they're at with everything and making sure, you know, it's, I don't know, it's tricky. We've talked about this in one hand, it's like, I want to be sensitive to my kids, but I'm also like, they're going to be grown up in four years. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if, you know, they really didn't want me to date Joel, that would be hard for me because they're going to be gone in four years and I want him in my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's that being sensitive, but yet you're got your life to live as well. And then, you know, it's interesting because for me, it's like, um, my kids are young. And so yeah. yes, of course, nobody will ever be mommy. Right. But my kids still. are still seeking a mother. Yes. Um, you different. know, and so it is, it is different. Your, you guys' kids are grown up um, for the most part. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're older. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to think about. And so, so is there something that you guys, um, does it, is there sort of a feeling of like, you're kind of getting a chance in a way, of course, outside of your choices, but 
to like start over? Um, do you feel like you're able to take experience from past relationships and apply it here? Or does it feel like a total like fresh start kind of thing? I think it's a little bit of both. Like you learn from your, you know, previous marriage, um, how to communicate, you know, cause think about it. Like the first time we were all really young, we got married in our twenties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am still 29, but you know, <laughs> let's <laughs> pretend. Know. Yeah. So your early twenties, <laughs> you've never been married. You don't know what that's like. And so obviously you learn a lot from being married and how to communicate. And so there is that feeling of like, okay, like I, I know how to do this, but it's like, but it's a totally different person. Mm-hmm. So, so things are a lot different, but so I, I feel like I take experience, um, good and bad and am able to apply it here, um, to our relationship. And like, some things do remind me of like before and some things don't. And it, like I said before, it's hard to explain. It's like a whole new love. Like it's completely different because completely different person and a different timing in my life. I am, you know, a lot older than I was before. I've been through a lot of life. Like the hard things I've been through are why I am who I am today. We just, for those that don't know, we met in college. So, you know, he never pursued me. I don't know why, but he didn't. (laughs) The list was long. (laughs) Here comes that first elbow. (laughs) Yes. So the point is like, we've talked about it before. Like, we, we didn't date then we were in different places and it's like, like who we are now fits like that. It it didn't, we had got had different plans for our lives then. Mm. And we didn't fit then we never were together. And then now I have become this person because of what I've been through. He's become this person because of what he's been through. And we, we've been parents and all of this stuff. And where we are in life now is like a new, cause we're not the same person we were 20 or whatever. Right. God's constantly preparing our hearts for the next thing um, is what I think. And it's, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think I completely agree with you because, (laughs) you know, I've been through. uh, Because I'm smart. Years (laughs) years and years of counseling, uh, really. And I, and I learned a lot of, I mean, uh, I've been through about 18 counselors uh, trying to solve things. And uh, so I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about, um, just communication and and grown through all that and and hopefully became a better person out of sure, the experience yeah. that I'm bringing into this my new relationship with Michelle. So of course we got also you know just the the life experience as well. That, that yeah, and that's that's that can be tricky sometimes because sometimes you you know f- kind of think about how things used to be and then you bring that mm-hmm. into you know, the, the new relationship. And, and so some, every once in a while, uh, we have to, you know, you just kind of got to talk about it. Um, mm. For example, I think even today, uh, I noticed that Michelle, what? Um, <laughs> let's see, let's see if I, if I could say this right. She was a little bit worried of uh, changing the plans on me mm. uh, about, you know, where oh, we yeah. have to go first because we had a plan on, on where we're going to go. But then she decided that, you know, we needed to swing by here first and then do this. And I could tell she was a little bit worried about that was going to upset me. Uh, so mm-hmm. I realized that that was something that she's bringing from her previous relationship. And so I was able to just kind of, hey, you know, what? it's fine. It's OK. It's, it doesn't bother me. You know, we're just going to go with the flow. And, and so I, I think it helps a lot with um, just being um, just being sensitive to each other. Um, yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, that's how we're, that's how we're supposed to be. Um, That's the way that God has, you know, set it up. Um, And so I just, I find it interesting. And so um, Joel, like, okay, Michelle, don't look at Joel when I ask him this. Okay. Okay. Joel, was it, was it scary for you to sign up for dating a widow? I saw that Michelle. (laughs) No, it's hard not to look at him. (laughs) Tell the truth. The, the whole truth. The truth is, you know, you're first, you know, you fall for the person first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's Michelle is ex- extremely attractive and I love her spirit and who she is. And so that was, um, that was the easy part. But yeah, it's a little bit when you start realizing um, how, you know, her previous partner, Luke, 
is still a very much part of their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have pictures in their house of Luke, and and so there, it's it is definitely something that you have you. It's new. It was new for me because you know I don't have any pictures of my previous relationship around, and um, you know, and it's it's kind of a difficult topic to talk about um and because we've we've dealt with uh, so many different problems over a decade of trying to solve our my my previous relationship so so that um so it takes a little bit of getting used to that she still loves her previous partner um in my case it kind of dwindled because of the problems and so so that so there's a there's a, it's it'll be easy to <clears throat> to feel intimidated when it comes to that. So yeah, that's a really good perspective. Um, but, but I so think just, you understand that um, her love for you um, is is it's just adding. Yeah, it's not yeah. taken away from who you are. I think you know Michelle does a great job of you know when she. She doesn't compare me. Right. You know, she everyone she she say, hey, you know, you used to do this or that. And and I don't take it as an offense ever. It's just like, hey, that's cool. That's you know, I a lot of the stuff that Michelle has told me about Luke, I admire. And, and I think that's really neat that he was, you know, some of his qualities that he had that I don't have, but I don't have to feel intimidated about that. I, I don't know who I am. And Michelle has chosen for me to be part of her life. And so I can accept everything that who she is and who in, you know, in, in her background and not mm-hmm. feel like, Oh, I'm not good enough or anything like that. So I think that's it, awesome. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a little bit of a challenge there. And I, I don't know that everybody, every guy can really, just handle that no but um and i've heard the horror stories where yeah new spouses you know tell the wills never to talk about their previous you know, yeah that, it's that true would be, that would be so detrimental to the relation relationship oh, yeah. Yeah. because like i think you got to be bigger than that when yeah you, know, you got to understand you gotta be that secure you got to be secure in who you are mm-hmm. and, and who god made you and know mm-hmm. that that was a beautiful story that they have that they in their memories in their thoughts and um and you can just embrace that instead of yeah asking that to for her to shut that down and never talk about that ever again um, you're gonna lose so much mm-hmm. of who that i love person. that i love all that that's really good stuff and then um michelle um so you obviously did a lot of grief counseling Yes. Um, you went through a lot and you took it very seriously and got far in it and put in a lot of work to get where you're at today. So, you know, I've heard people, um, you know, ripping on you and you shouldn't be this happy and all these things that, you know, I've yeah. seen that, you know, I've stood up for you because I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. this is, you have no idea who this girl is and what she's yeah. been through to get to this point. So that being said, um, you've put in so much work to get the healing. Yes. Um, so that obviously I would have to imagine has been incredibly beneficial into mm-hmm. this next chapter also, but do you think it, um, it has helped you like communicate better with just learning how to handle it yourself? Yeah, because I understand grief so I can explain it to him. I understand the roller coaster. I understand the way we feel we can heal. I mean, I've taught him all the things, you know? And so, mm-hmm. because I understand, cause I went through grief counseling, I'm able to give him the tools that I got <laughs> to know how to deal with it. So I highly advise that, that people go through mm-hmm. some sort of grief counseling. Mine what was during COVID and it was like eight months, once a week online. Mm-hmm. And that completely helped me and my regular counselor who I see every other week, I've seen her for like 12 years. Um, it's definitely been beneficial. So I know how to, if I, if I don't know what I'm feeling, what I'm dealing with, how can I tell him how to help me? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really important for people listening to get the tools yourself so that the person that you date can know how to deal with you. It's also, you know, just difficult. We were talking about today, just the differences. So like he, 
has never been through this, the opposite side, like being divorced and then dating somebody and like figuring out like how to like, how to do this, to make, to do the best in all areas for his kids and me and for all of it. And so, um, that's, that's just, that's kind of a side note, but that's a difficult thing too, is he doesn't know how to do it. Cause he's never done it. <laughs> yeah. So we're, right. we're going through these two different things that are new for both of us. And so we're just learning it. You know, he's always like, well, we're figuring it out, you know? Yeah. I like that. And so a lot of these, a lot of these questions I'm asking, I know are um, super basic to you guys. Um, they've been intentional though, because I'm putting yeah. myself in the shoes of somebody who just lost their spouse. Yeah. Maybe not just, but you know, maybe they're just getting to the point of Ready being interested in mm-hmm. dating again. And I'm trying to think of what questions that I might want to ask for them. Yeah. Um, and so I know a lot of these things and obviously, you know, I already know a lot right. of the answers to these things, so, but I'm just trying to, a good um, job. <laughs> you know, pick apart for somebody listening, what they, their fears might be, mm-hmm. I guess. And so I'm trying to think about it from that perspective. And, um, you know, cause I don't feel like these answers are, I don't feel like I'm trying to get these answers for me. Right. Um, I know. I, can, I feel like I can talk to you guys anytime kind of a yeah. thing, you know, like for my own answers. I know. Um, I, so, oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say, I know a huge fear. In fact, we talked about this recently. Um, people like a lot of widows are afraid to lose again and mm-hmm. they, they don't want to love someone. For, it's scary. It's scary. That was my next question. Actually. Oh, sorry. Took it right. No, from. you're good. <laughs> so let me ask you this really interesting question. Um, no, I was going to say that though, like, um, so, you know, I would imagine that it wouldn't, I'm, I'm sure Joel, you have your own set of fears that come along with, you know, having lost your first wife in many ways. Um, but Michelle having lost uh, Luke in death, when you stepped into a new relationship, how real is that fear? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I always say since the very first time, it's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. And I feel that again, like it's better to love again and lose mm-hmm. than to never Um, but it's scary. I mean, for those of you who don't know, Joel lives in Louisiana. I live in Washington, you know, he has a job there, you know, and I have, you know, there's just so much stuff that we don't even know yet. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know how it's all going to work together, but we have decided since the beginning, like we wanted to try this and see, and let God bring it together. And we're getting there day by day. Um, but yeah, there's fears. I mean, we've had a couple like really difficult times where it was like, I, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. And it's that scary. I, I, I found, I do still have a fear of loss that I didn't realize Mm -hmm. until we went through some difficult things and like, what if this doesn't work, you know, and like how that made me feel. And like, I don't like that feeling, but I still, God reminded me when we were going through something difficult that no matter what, like I, God got me through Luke's death. So if something happened to Joel and we didn't work out or something happened to him physically, like we, I'd be okay. I still have mm-hmm. God. Like mm-hmm. I would be okay. And it's, I think that's, that's it. You've got to have your security in God, because if it's in anything else, that's why I think so many um, widows are lost because their security was their spouse. And that's why they can't mm-hmm. ever recover because they don't know where their security comes from. That makes from. sense. And so I think yeah. it's the same thing when you're in a relationship, because I can, I can feel when I'm starting to like rely on Joel too much and all of this stuff. And it's like, God reminds me, nope, I am your security, not a person. A person is mm. a bonus, but I am your security. And so I think if you can let go of that and just like, I'm going to do this day by day, like even if Joel was gone tomorrow, something happened or whatever, I would still be glad I took this chance. I would still be glad for all the memories we have because it's better to love that's, cool. that's, that's and, how I feel about it. And but how it, about you, Joel? Do you, do you have your own set of fears? Uh, you know what I mean? Involving like what you've been through in previous marriage. Um, do you have fears that, you know, what I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like just in your, do you have fears that come along with being in a relationship again? Yeah, I think, I think there are fears based on what each person has experienced before, you know, because in our case, with the previous relationships, there there has brought fear of repeating this, you know, in my case, repeating uh, an issue mm-hmm. like what I just went through, in mm-hmm. case, you know, losing me again to death or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are fears there, but like Michelle said, man, if you know where you're where your provision, where your, you know, where, where your source comes from, 
and uh, and both of you are looking to Jesus and not to each other as you're kind of walking this road, um, there's going to be a lot more peace there because you know, like Michelle said, you know uh, who's got your back, you know, and, uh, and and that's that brings so much peace to me as well. That, I love that. that God, God's got me, God has Michelle and our kids. And so that as we take this very pray, prayerful, um, slow journey, God still needs to be the center of, of our lives yeah. and not let that focus just be on each other. It needs to be in the Lord. And that'll bring the health that our relationship needs because it can go sideways pretty quick when we start just letting our fears dictate what mm. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Letting our needs Feel like all, all of these things be met by each other not the lord and start looking around and even in our case the long distance stuff you know just a while back i was like hey I, how is this going to work out i started freaking out a little bit you know it's, mm-hmm. you know and then so it's like lord i trust in you you know you're gonna keep on directing our steps here so it's awesome you know it's uh i i think that is really good advice for anybody regardless of what they're walking through i know our audience is usually you know mostly the widowed but um i think that's good advice for anybody to not um to not give in to fear yeah um and something that i really see and that is just something that i've um you know just want to encourage people with is that i saw this happen um for you and like, and I say you, Michelle, because obviously I didn't know yeah. Michelle. Yeah. But God brought him out of nowhere. Yeah. And <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> and it's it's just um it's just such a testimony of trusting yes. him and him not needing your help. And so for those of you, this is the whole point I'm getting at is that for those of you out there that do want to get married again you may not be there yet and that's okay or you may not be there at all but for those of you who do want to be remarried again um wait on the lord and pray and work on drawing closer to god yourself and he will meet your needs Um, yes i watched it and uh you know it's it's super cool so anyways um do you have uh anything else you want to add Um, yeah, I actually wanted to talk about, uh, just right before I started talking to Joel, I was talking to my best friend, Deborah, and just, just having a hard time. Like, where am I going to find my next spouse? Like, where is he going to come from? And she said, stop trying to write your own love story and like God Mm. write it. That's awesome. Like, it's not your responsibility. And I was like, Oh, that's good. I actually just told a story to um, a widow who I started coaching with just talking about love stories and stuff like that. And it's like, you got to like, let go and let God take the pen. And it's hard when you want to control things. Don't give me the pen, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes it, and I'm not saying one way or another about like dating apps, all that stuff. That's a personal choice, but I've, I've seen it and I've experienced it. Like I just got to find somebody, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, I'm gonna look here. I'm gonna look here. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Is he single? Let me see. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all the stuff, like <laughs> yeah. where's he going to come from? And like feeling, cause it's different when you're in, you know, 29 or forties. Um, and, <laughs> and you're like trying to date again. And like, it's difficult. Everybody has baggage and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff I experienced with, you know, some of the bad dates we've talked about on these episodes was just mm-hmm. like so depressing and like, that's what there is. And so I was just in this place of like, Oh, what am I, there's nobody like, what am I going to do? And then, mm-hmm. you know, Joel and I reconnected on Facebook and just kind of went from there. And so my encouragement, whatever that looks like for you, whoever's listening, like there's nothing wrong with doing dating apps and all that. I'm just saying take away the pressure from yourself that I have to find the person. Let mm-hmm. God write your love story because it's more beautiful than you could imagine. I never would have figured this out in a million years that someone I knew from college, we'd both have our lives and then reconnect and um, someone in Louisiana, like just none of it was anything that I ever thought, but here we are building a serious relationship, wanting to build a future together. That's my advice. Did you have something else you wanted to say? Oh yeah. Um, one thing to add to that is like, you know, just where I was, was a lot 
in the area of you know learning to be the right person before you really look for the right person and um you know we started chatting um but like i really wasn't even thinking about a possibility i was just working on myself mm-hmm. just getting through what i know i have to deal with and and becoming a better person trusting the lord to work things in, out of my life that needed to be changed um trying to be a better dad you know just those those kind of things and all of a sudden um here comes michelle so <laughs> you know i, I want to encourage people to just really really trust the lord and truly ask god to make you the right person that's good mm-hmm. right person. i love that my pastor actually shared that with me um at some point and he said uh, and it was really profound to me and it stuck with me that he said stop you know like don't worry about what you're looking for in a woman Mm-hmm. become the man that you're supposed to be and you will attract that woman. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I've, I've gone through phases of being on the dating app, um, you know, that whole scene and, you know, didn't work out real well for me. I had, a <laughs> I had a man tell me whatever I'm just going to share with the audience. I had the man, a man tell me that I was the perfect spooning size. <laughs> oh, Mark. That's awesome. So, um, you know, I wasn't quite there, <laughs> but, um, you know, so that was about, um, as far as my luck went, but, um, I, I do have, um, just a lot of hope and joy and yes. my soul. And I'm just not worried about that. It's good. Um, you know, and I have, I just have my own reason, my own reasons, my own, nobody, not right now. Um, just my own reasons of, uh, just, things that have happened with God lately that have just kind of, um, shown me that I am, I'm worried about something that I don't need to be worried about. And that that when it's the right time, it will be the right time. And that's just, you know, kind of where I'm at with it right now, but just my heart feels full and a lot of joy. And so, um, yeah, thanks. And it's been, it's been really awesome for me, um, to watch this (laughs) unfold um, because I just, I've, you know, been by your side, Michelle, for a long time, um, in, yeah. in, the, in the scheme of this widow journey. Yeah. almost. And all. so, yeah. And so it's been really neat to, uh, watch you grow and, you know, I've learned a lot from you. I've grown a lot from being your friend and to see, um, this part of the chapter, like unfolding and seeing the joy uh, in just the way you talk and like, just everything is so much different now than it was a year and whatever, four months ago, whatever it was when we first met. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm like, honestly, I praise God for it. Cause it's selfishly, it gives me hope, you know, like, yeah, that's like good. just for I'm selfish hot. reasons, but just from, um, as being happy for a friend, it's been really cool to see this joy just, um, <laughs> explode like I've seen you go from the pits of you know um not desperation what's the word depression yeah um into like just this ultimate like joy and restored heart and um yeah so you're the reason for that Joel and that's awesome um so Mm -hmm. and I hope that obviously I've just met you for the first time today I feel like I know more about you than I should for having just met you like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I kind of talk about him a lot. So. Yeah, there's that. I, I'm sure the audience feels the same way. <laughs> um, but it's been uh, it's been a real joy to to meet you, and I'm just uh, grateful that God has aligned this. Um, yeah. You know, even if just for you know, because obviously none of us know the future, but even if it's just for. Um, this season it's still been beautiful to watch and see and so congratulations to you guys on finding you know happiness in your lives and um yeah thanks and if you guys have anything else you want to add I'm just uh trying to you know I'm sort of I've sort of became the narrator of this I know uh, this is fun so you're interviewing us so it's been great having you think of everything I just answer yeah no I think I think this will be very helpful and we definitely could do um where if people want to send in questions you know we could do something again where we are um you know 
going through questions of what it's like dating because this seems to be a topic that many people are interested in which i get it was something mm -hmm. like i started being interested in you know not too far into my journey of being a widow like what would it be like to, to date someone again what would this be like what would this be like you know and yeah so if our journey can help other people um we'd be open to you know talking more yeah and you know well you and i um uh, it's it's different for a lot of people. Some people might not get there as quick as we were, but we yeah. also sat by and watched a lot of suffering yes. for a long time. And um, so I think that's why, you know, you and I maybe started considering it sooner than most. I mean, it yeah. took me a while, but still it was, you know, some people it's years yeah. before mm -hmm. they even consider dating again. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else to add? Uh, I think just... I would give advice to just be open to love. Like mm. worst that can happen is, I mean, you might get hurt some, but you would have another experience. Like I don't regret experiences in my life, even if they hurt because they brought me to where I am today, who I am today. And so I would just say, take a chance. God did not give us a spirit of fear, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And so to, to get out and just be open to it because you might miss something that God has for you. If you're like, I'm so scared of losing or I, I feel guilty. You know what? Let go of the guilt. That is not from God. Okay. Your mm. late spouse and God, they did not want you to feel guilty about loving again. And it is one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced in my life to have love after loss when your heart is so broken and then God gives you another relationship. And it's just like the most, I can't even explain to how much joy it brings and the beauty that it is. And it's such an amazing thing. And then to be able to, I've been very public about my journey from, I have people on Facebook who've been with me 15 years. They've seen it all. They've watched my whole journey with Luke. And now they're seeing this journey. And so many people tell me what an inspiration it is to them. And so your life might be an inspiration to someone else too. And if you don't want to date again, that's okay too. I don't want people to feel like you have to, um, but just know if you are interested in it, I would say, go for it. I mean, you're going to have some great stories. If nothing else, I got, right. <laughs> you know, I'll totally mom. go to the grave with you Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that guy, with, guy with the hot mom shirt. Actually, yeah. real quick side note, Joel and I went to dinner there a couple of days ago or lunch. And I was like, I should have worn that shirt. I know. And I was like, Hey, this is where I went on the date with hot mom guy. <laughs> And then I was oh just my like, gosh, that's going funny. Like some of those things, like that he said to me. So yeah. Anyways. Well, and I something I'd like to say too is that, um, you know, obviously when you're ready, you're ready. But yeah. something I've, you know, kind of um, say I've been thinking about lately is that um, sometimes we can get hung up on the fear of what other people might think. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And. That's something that um, with time that I feel like, you know, that we should all learn to let go of because nobody's in our shoes. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of sensitivity that surrounds yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so there's that, you know, it's just, you know, be aware that probably a lot of the fear, like I'd say, step, step back and ask yourself, like, am I afraid of dating this person or dating in general? Or am I afraid of what other people are going to think? Because exactly. it probably will Point. feel pretty similar. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, also to remind yourself that you didn't choose this life. Right. You didn't choose to lose your spouse. Right. Um, it's just the position we're all in. And so um, when you're ready, like just I'd say kind of recite these things to yourself and just know that like you didn't choose this. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be happy. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, yeah, like Michelle said many times in other episodes, it doesn't mean you love your spouse any less. Right. Um, it just means that you want to be loved or you want to love again. So. Right. That is true. Well, do you word? word do you want to close this out in prayer? Sure. Absolutely. All right. Father God, I thank you so much for um, just being a constant source of comfort in our lives and and being there when you know when we don't even notice a lot of times and um, I just thank you for being so constant and so consistent in our lives and um, I thank you Lord for new relationships I thank you for this one um, mm -hmm. that we've had the pleasure of learning about today um, and uh, I just pray for everybody out there listening Lord that you would 
give them a feeling of joy in their soul like we feel right now. Um, it doesn't, you know, just, I don't know, it doesn't mean that we're happy about what happened, but that you've just restored the joy in our hearts. And I pray that you would give that gift to everybody who asks for it. And um, Lord, just we thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, because it's all about you and your kingdom. And um, we pray that you would help us be better servants and that you would use us as vessels to guide people to your kingdom. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you. Um, if you want to give us a little ping, five stars. Did you know I forgot that last week? I realized later when I was listening. What? Yeah, I didn't say it. So anyways, you can give us a little ping, five stars. You've done it 42 times in a row. I know. I forgot. Yeah, you but, up. you know, <laughs> Apple Podcast, ping. Um, anywhere you listen. Anyways, you know, all the stuff you can email us, widowedtosoonm at gmail.com. You can join our Widow Too Soon page all the things it's all in the show notes you guys know the whole thing so anyways thank you guys so much for being here joel thank you for being our special guest thank you joel very very we have we have (laughs) right (laughs) we'll see you guys next week bye all right bye god bless